0: where we speak our truth slay sacred cows sometimes agree to disagree i'm colin true and joining me today he has some bedrock sandals he can get you for a great deal it's justin (laughs) Halsman.
1: uh i don't know if you read my latest aj newsletter but i i i I talk about how like charmed i was that bedrock is like you know what don't buy any right now just give us a month. and like (laughs) how cool is that that like i was like Totally, it's so cool. And, I, and, I, and I, I have to imagine that most people that would get that message from them somehow would be like, oh, yes, absolutely. Like, it made me feel good about the outdoor community that's like, for the most part, you can rely on us to not be total shitheads and be like, oh, I don't know, though, it's like 50% off. I get it on eBay.
0: Just, just do the right thing, folks. Yeah, well, we're talking a little bit about Bedrock. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in the outdoor world. Before we get to that, though, hey Justin, congratulations making it to the weekend. It's Saturday when we're recording mm. this. You got any plans for the weekend? Is it going to be a long weekend?
1: What are the weekend plans? Well, we, uh it's Fleet Week up here, and I'm the only progressive liberal in San Francisco Bay area that loves when the jets and the and the and the ships come into the. To, I was actually sur- I was surfing yeah. yesterday in like the parade of. Uh, like the parade of ships comes through the Golden Gate. And it's pretty its pretty rad. Like if you're surfing kind of the north end of the beach and you just have this lineup of like destroyers and cruisers and stuff like cruising in through the Golden Gate, like that's cool. So I'm taking the... F-
0: Those things should always be cool they no are. matter like what. Like
1: I'm taking the four-year-old to go see the, uh, the Blue Angels in the F-35 demonstration this afternoon.
0: Well, I started my weekend like I do any other day with a pot of Long Weekend Secret Handshake Blend. Long Weekend Coffee is the perfect pairing for your next adventure, whether it's seeing the long ships in San Francisco or going out for a gravel ride. So head to longweekend.coffee, shop around, add stuff to your cart, and then at checkout, enter the promo code ROCK10 to get 10% off of your first order. Long Weekend Coffee. More weekend, please. All right. So we uh, let's just get caught up a little bit on what we've been doing outside. Have you had any uh, fun adventures? I've this been week? surfing
1: again, Colin. I'm a surfer again.
0: How's that? How's that been? Has that been? Has that been? Uh, has it been like? Oh for God, how much fun this is! Like just just perfect waves. Is that what kind of got you back out there? Like when? What, what was the, uh, the impetus there? Just been a while.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, the summer sucks here always. Right and. Uh... But yeah, like it's fall now, so it's offshore and the, w- the f- waves are fun, the water's warm. I mean, it's the best time of year for of for surfers in California, especially up here. Also, uh San Francisco was always where I surf was always uh notoriously empty of of like new surfers because it's a really you know, just a treacherous place to surf. The waves are huge and powerful a lot of the times and it's it's just not it's not like a beginner-friendly zone. Mm-hmm. And so forever, it was, like, pretty much an un- undiscovered sort of country. I mean, it was just, like, tons of beach, and you could go surf wherever you yeah, want. Yeah, for a see while there, people. it was, and like, then, the, the, the break du
0: jour that you saw covered. Like, hey, everyone's surfing the ocean beach, and everyone's going to San Francisco now. And I don't know if that was, like, Mavericks yeah. that kind of spawned that or what, but
1: a mm, little bit i mean it's just honestly just just more exposure with people with cameras and phone i mean the same things happened everywhere right but uh we, we got pretty pretty slammed pretty hard in the last like decade in terms of crowds mm. um yeah, just younger dudes moving up here for the tech scene and and uh people working more flexible hours and it just it got it, it got more cra- we've talked about it before it got to the point where it was way more crowded than anything i ever saw in southern california which is bizarre considering the actual Waves and the beach and stuff, but somehow in the last couple of years, I don't know if it's it's probably well, I guess it's almost certainly because people are leaving San Francisco again. But the crowd scene has just fallen off the table. Yeah. So it's just been a joy this this week where you could just drive to the beach and it's like pretty user friendly in terms of the surf around here and there's hardly anybody out. I mean, it's been fantastic. So that's awesome. It's been a good week. Been a real been a real nice week. Yeah. Yeah. What about you?
0: I've not had much of a week. I had a tooth extracted on Tuesday. Because I had a failed root canal.
1: That's an adventure.
0: I mean, it is kind of an adventure. It's it's an adventure of number one getting sedated, and then it's an adventure number two of like you got to sit around for two or three days so you don't get dry socket. So that's been that sucks. So I've not been doing much this week, which I'm kind of getting bummed. Where our bikepacking trip is like like a month from today, we'll be riding. I feel like so like I I kind of like I want to get out riding a little bit. I'm feeling the uh, the urge or the the need to to log some miles to be ready because I think our first day is gonna be pretty burly. Mm -hmm. So. But as I've been kind of sitting around, like you know, there was interesting, we mentioned in the open about you know Be- Bedrock. I mean, I'm, I can't remember the last time I heard, like they literally like had a shipment of their clogs stolen. And it sounds like it was like a targeted thing. Um, you and I have both, and it's the Mountain Clog too, which is their new shoe that we both reviewed here on the Rock Fight. And then it, it was funny because I had this on our outline to talk about. And then, yeah, you covered it in your AJ newsletter. So it's kind of a, I don't know, a unique thing we don't see too often here in the outdoor industry, I feel well, like.
1: Well, I don't know... Um, w- I think I read about it on Gear Junkie. I don't know. They they mentioned something about a viral TikTok or something like that, which spawned at popularity for the shoes. And I haven't seen. I don't know what that's from. Like, I don't know if they reached out to an influencer or something like that who made a video and it like took off or what. But I I, I don't. I didn't realize that they had like grown so popular uh, uh, amongst the like influencer crowd. I'm not surprised. They're pretty. I mean, they're pretty unusual shoes, but. um but yeah, I mean, maybe, I'd like to think that it might have something to do with something that we've talked about or written. You know, maybe that was what spawned their popularity. Not the theft, I mean, but the popularity of the shoes.
0: <laughs> well, I found them because of your coverage in AJ a couple years ago. That's when I first okay. heard of Bedrock, okay. which is funny because they've been around since like 2011, and then you reviewed them on here, and then I did a follow up review for the Mountain Clog, and it's getting to be in Mountain Clog season pretty soon. So, but that's
1: uh, you know, I for- I forgot I had them right? until like like a couple. I don't know. Like a week ago, I was like kind of digging under my bed for some other shoes. I'm like, oh yeah, right? these. Like I forgot all about these. But I'm I'm not quite ready to admit that like it's going to be cold soon. So uh, I put them right back. But it
0: is funny though to think that if if this is if they're kind of find they're finding out about the the theft through like them showing up on eBay and Facebook Marketplace, and if there's some sort of like you know a viral thing happening on TikTok, it would be kind of funny to think that this could be something that helps them blow up as they had their shit stolen. Oh, it, it,
1: it the- absolutely could. I was thinking about that too. I mean, it totally could.
0: That'd be awesome, I mean I would be a nice silver lining to a bad situation.
1: That's still a huge bummer. I mean, I don't know enough about um theft the, their their sort of <laughs> Well, yeah. How do you do it? I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know enough about their market share or or financial like situation to know whether or not like if you I lo- I don't lose like a season's worth of shoes. Are you screwed? I mean, I don't know. a friend of mine who owns this I've talked to him before, but he owns a wetsuit company. They had a like a manufacturing snafu where the manufacturer decided to use a different glue to glue the seams together and didn't tell them or the glue, the tape onto the seams and didn't say anything. And it turns out that the glue didn't work. And so they had like an entire season of suits that just failed. And they were like, we don't know if we're going to be around next. Like, we don't know. We might not be able to survive this. And they're, they ended up being fine. So I don't, you know, hopefully bedrock is the same.
0: And we talk a lot about this on this show. And usually from a cynical point of view, but if you ever wonder why cool independent brands who get known based off of cool products like sell out to like, you know, know, VF or Vista Outdoors or Columbia or whatever, this is why. Because it's a really good point. I mean, you think about Bedrock has like, what, like eight products total in their line? The Mountain Clog was this kind of big initiative for them to kind of like, Hey, we're, we're expanding the line. It got a lot. They sold out their first thing. I couldn't get it. Remember when we first did the review earlier this year, I couldn't even get a pair. So, but still you, and how much then did they invest in this line? And then to not have the product show up. Yeah. That could totally kill the brand, depending on where their financials are. I mean, if they're just, if they're if they're, you know, treading water, absolutely. So this is where it starts to look pretty attractive where it's like, you know uh vf comes knocking like hey we want to acquire you so like we're gonna write you a big fat check oh and you won't have zero per- issues like this ever again because we're vf I, I, <laughs> that's where it makes sense right
1: i was uh it does and i was i was thinking about it like i don't i got to assume that there is ah oh, man I, I i i would love to go undercover and write about this sort of thing but i have to assume that like theft rings for this sort of stuff like you know around here well, around everywhere, there's like a big rash of like car break-ins right now, and it's not like it's not like mm-hmm. one dude going around and like breaking into cars and see if they have phones. It's like you know they get paid to do it by somebody else who sells all the stuff they steal on eBay, right? Like they're like organized rings, right? So I have it's like aggressive panic. Yeah, and like- I, I sort of have to assume this is probably something similar, right? Like, and I, I I'm I was I was trying, sure, yeah. when I was writing about it, I was imagining like I don't know what the situation was. I I think that I think it was a truck that they like. I don't know if they stole the whole truck. They just stole the... Uh, who knows how it went? But I'm imagining these dudes in, like, ski masks or whatever, uh, like, busting open this truck, and, like, they're all, like, hyped up on it, uh, you know, they're, uh, like, it's, you know, they're all, whatever it is, full, of, like, nerves and stuff as they're, like, committing this, this, this crime, and like, they, like, bust open the back, and they're, like, see all these boxes, like, these fucking dorky shoes? This is what we're... This is like <laughs> the cops can come any second. Like these these shoes, this is what we're stealing. Like I, I
0: love that. I, so you did you you wrote something similar to that? Like you like at a, in your in your AJ newsletter, didn't know. you? Did you say something about oh, that? Oh, just like, you know, sure like, yeah, yeah. Like you, it's
1: got to be like the first time. Like <laughs> there's been some big organized theft ring about like clogs. You know. Well,
0: that's- that's right. But yeah. Cuz you said you wrote that and as I read it, I'm like I had this picture of like the scene in Goodfellas when they uh they boost the truck kind of in the beginning and like, you know, that they're like selling the cigarettes or whatever or selling whatever out of the back of the car and I'm like there's Henry Hill and fucking Tommy like, you know, like there there's slick suits uh-huh. but then they got on mountain clogs. Like smoking, <laughs> like, "What well, you got to you were selling these fucking clogs now, you know?" I <laughs> mean, it's totally. totally. Like,
1: <laughs> like it's it's like cigarettes and I think they do that with like beef or something too in, the, in Goodfellas, but like or yeah. but um yeah, like the idea that there's like, well, it's like a Scorsese, Scorsese made an outdoor themed movie. It's amazing, <laughs> and I, I, I actually meant to go on eBay to see uh, what the story was with the clogs, because you know they're probably calling them the weirdest shit too. Like whoever is, you oh know, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> like leather uh, clog shoe sandals.
0: Let's get into the headlines. The first one you sent me this one today, uh, this week, and I was this was this is the. Not to get off on like kind of a negative foot here, folks, but this is, this is is just buckle up for this one, because uh, Columbia, we mentioned Columbia a little bit ago, but Columbia has announced their overlanding shoes and apparel line. They released a collection of these shoes they're calling Land Roamer. It's being marketed towards the overlanding community. The collection consists of a waterproof leather boot, a Chelsea boot, and a slip-on that looks remarkably similar to the Merrill Jungle Mock. The justification for the line is... Pretty thin. Even in an interview, Columbia product Mon- uh, manager Ryan Bucci gave to Gear Junkie. They claimed that when combined with the Lo- Land Roamer apparel line, it, uh, it offers consumers a head-to-toe option for adventuring by car, truck, van, or other rigs. In short, the same as all other <laughs> apparel and footwear. So you sent this to me. I learned about it from you. What do you think of the overlanding-specific line from Columbia? <laughs>
1: I didn't watch the interview. I didn't read anything about it. I did go to the website to try and see if they were going to actually try to justify this in some way. And to their credit, they don't. There's not. I, I I honestly thought there might be like a picture of someone's like foot on like a sprinter gas pedal with their shoe, and it showing how it like relieves strain on the forefoot as you're driving all day or some some insane shit like that. But it's oh, yeah. bad enough to where I looked around at my closet, and I was like, "What does Columbia own?" that they like this. Uh, basically, anything I have in here is mountain hardware is Columbia. Like, so <laughs> just, yeah. I might just get rid of all this. I was that offended where I've thought about purging my closet from mountain hardware stuff. <laughs> I
0: mean. Which is funny, too. Hardware did a, re- a brand relaunch this week and it looked, they it's it awesome. I guess like, exactly what you, did you see yeah. their new website oh, no, and I everything? Didn't, I didn't. It's cool. It makes them look super well, cool again. That's,
1: that's good, but Jesus, holy Christ, Columbia. I mean, I, 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 I don't. I don't really know what to say I don't know what to say. I don't how did that get pa- uh what I mean whatever. You know what? People will buy it. Like I live in Sprintertown, so do you. People will buy it. I'll see the sure. shit. I'll see but the boots are just boots. I mean They're just, they're just boots. boots. But even even like I would I would actually have preferred that they really went all in and they're like these are like F1 sh- racing shoe inspired. Whatever. Like cool. <laughs> At least you're trying, but like for your RV. I mean for, for the love <laughs> of Christ, man. Like w- wow. Wow. I, this is where, where are the
0: checks and balances by the outdoor media? I mean, this is why, you know, we, we, rant a lot in this pod, but it's like, this is why, I mean, like what, well, how is no one sitting in that, you know, media day with these people and going, really, you know, like just, or gear junkie, write a snarky coverage, you know, uh, article about this, right? Like, Hey, yeah. Overlanding shoes, you know, don't, your new balance
1: won't work. That's why it helps that we don't make any money from this. Second, uh, second, Columbia cuts a check. Those are going to be the coolest shoes we've ever seen in our lives. Are you kidding? Why me? they'll never
0: sponsor this podcast <laughs> if we're going after beer companies first.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's it, man. I mean, that's it. Like,
0: I mean, you just now—that I mean, is what—that's the answer to my question, right? I mean, it's kind of like they, we, everybody is too in bed with the outdoor brands, and nobody wants to hurt any feelings or say anything overly negative. And to your point, the stuff will work fine. I'm sure they'll. You know, those they'll probably fit great. They're probably made in the same factories as every other you know performance footwear brand in the world. But it's just—I mean, come on. Like we talk about, I'm giving Rab and Outdoor Research shit for like going to an obviously adjacent market for them in mountain biking. And like you're telling me, you had no other things to do but make overlanding shoes and apparel. Apparel. What is overlanding apparel? What does technical overlanding apparel do? Well,
1: What's interesting is you have to wonder if this exact conversation took place when whoever pitched that idea pitched it and they decided to just do it anyway. Because surely there were people – because it's like – I mean, here's the thing with these brands, right? They're staffed by people who are probably pretty cool and smart. Sure. And and they – you know, it's like, what are they going to do, quit over a dumb idea? No, of course not. They're going to like, well, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. And I'm sure sure, a lot of them are like, this is ridiculous. But – so in my experience, sitting in some of those rooms, like selling textiles
0: there, you're absolutely right. There's definitely some places where you see the eyebrows raised or you get the like, all right, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do this line. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. know, like, and, uh, what do you got for this? You know, and you kind of like, well, we have this fabric. I guess that will work for your weird thing that you're doing. There's other places, though, where they're absolutely, like, just completely indoctrinated, and they've drunk the Kool-Aid, and they're like, no, 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 our market research shows that the overlanding market is going to need its own specific set of things, and this could be a real winner for us. And... And it's uh, this is just a weird one to me. Like I, some of those, like, like like the mountain bike one, makes sense. Like that really does make sense. I you know I I think there's a little there's a layer of criticism that is valid there, but I understand why a brand like Out, Outdoor Research or Rab would expand into that category. At Loa making trail runner sho- running shoes, I get it. This is just a weird category. I mean, it's a category where you can wear Wrangler jeans and the T-shirt from like your the concert you went to. I 30 don't even years ago.
1: usually wear shoes while I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, yeah, they're in the but, truck,
0: right? But you're not, yeah, <laughs>
1: right. Like, if I'm going on a really long trip and it's warm out, I drive barefoot a lot of time. I drive barefoot every time I come back from the beach. I mean, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm not wearing a shirt half the time I'm driving in the mountains. I mean, Jesus. My kids,
0: if they saw me driving in shoes, they'd be surprised, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and so if you're overlanding, yeah, I understand maybe you have to get out, right? If you're on a trail or someplace, you're back somewhere where you want to kind of scout the road ahead. But well, then you just put your shoes on, you know? I don't know, man.
1: I love that the shoes called a land roamer too. I was thinking a little bit about this <laughs> because there's a there's already a like garishly awful, uh environmentally destroying like line of, of overlanding rigs called the Earth Roamer. And these are like five hundred thousand dollar uh t- twelve thousand pound RVs with like insane four wheel drive capabilities. People right. like th- this is the thing that like you think these you know, San Diego County and Marin County Sprinter guys have a lot of money to burn. These are these are yeah. the things that, like, people ship in containers around the co- world. The is you gonna go know, to...
0: Wes Tyler thinks everybody should drive.
1: <laughs> right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to, you know, Namibia. So I'm going to ship my uh, Earth Roamer on a on a <laughs> tank, on a freighter, from my house in Laguna Beach. I mean, those are the real could things.
0: You, could you use some fossil fuels right there?
1: <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, is the Land Roamer name like a nod to the earth roamer like vehicle oh, yeah. is it
0: no man i just like i said my, my big beef is uh, look they got to make stuff they got to expand lines ultimately it's capitalist society all that stuff i just i really wish that the, you know the because I, I have the reddit and gear chunky too i just wish whoever wrote that article would have just kind of had a little bit more of a really kind of uh question you know eyebrow raised with their coverage they can't of because they can't. they can't they can't but i also think there's a war you can have some journalistic integrity and just sort of like let the you know, the statement from the person... You kind of get it across like, hey, we press them on the need for this, and this is what they I said. Wish,
1: I agree, and I wish... Like, I that's the... Like, if I were to start my own sort of media brand, that's what I... I would just be like, look, here's the deal. Like, you're gonna... To brands, generally speaking, this hopefully will get really popular, so... Any publicity is good publicity. I'm just gonna say what sure. I think and like get on board. Yeah. Like, who cares if I don't like your stuff? Does it matter to you? Like I'm pro- I'm clearly not your target, so worry about your target. Like I think that would be great. Like I would love for big media for some big outdoor media to just be like I'm not afraid to step on people's toes or to shit on things <sighs> because we're we're doing a good job and we're being honest and people listen to us. It's thin uh, skin. It's
0: it's completely thin skin. I think like number one, I think what choice do the brands have? They're going to continue to advertise. And I, I don't know. I look at and I always movies are my default comparison, which isn't a really it's not a one for one comparison, but like I don't know people continue to like think about what goes into making something like a movie and then you have like you know it comes out and then one guy with, with some notoriety goes to see it is like ah this is shit and then and nobody goes to see it and that's art right I mean I get it but it's also like so you're, if it should be you had a bad review somebody questions it well that don't you want that critical feedback that's a little that's true if, yeah. if you're just kind of being told you're great all the time and you're gonna get complacent anyway like I don't know I just feel well, like the, the media needs to do better
1: That's true. Plus, plus at least a handful of people, if not more, are going to go to the website and click on this to see. I got to see these fucking shoes now, based on us (laughs) talking about it. And one of them will buy them. Right. At least one person. You're welcome, Columbia. One person who did not know about this otherwise is going to buy them based on this conversation. I right. guarantee it. Also,
0: how much sway do you feel like you know Gear Junkie or The Rock Fight or Outside Magazine, whoever, has over people? Look, Crocs is the best example, and I'm not taking a shot just for the shit taking a shot.
1: Very good example. Crocs
0: are objectively dumb and ugly looking, but they're comfortable as shit, right? So people are like, "Yeah, I like, I like that." And then and it's just like they they are what? How would we say five billion, seven billion dollars now? And well, I guarantee you everyone thought they were stupid when they came out. You know why? Because I was there, and we all said, those are stupid.
1: <laughs> it's just it. I uh, I mean, I've 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 mentioned before, you know, I do some copywriting for Keen, and yeah. I think it's absolutely brilliant that their Newport sandal, which is insanely comfortable and awesome, yeah. and one of my favorite pairs of shoes, is marketed as the world's ugliest sandal. That's Lean fucking into it. brilliant. That's yep. great. Be so, who you are. Yeah. yeah. Well there you go. Uh we'll
0: send you an invoice Columbia for all that good brand mm-hmm. and uh, media advice from uh maybe that's what we'll God, start dude, consulting we,
1: side of the business. They they you know what? We think we're so smart. We do. Like we fell for it. Hook, line, <laughs> and sinker. they like, This is the whole point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you well got played, us this Columbia. time, Columbia. Well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> and I just complimented Mountain Hardware's website, who's owned by Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well, our next headline comes from a Report on explorersweb.com, who reported on October first about the grim story of a pair of backpackers who were killed by a grizzly bear in Canada's Banff National Park. A husband and wife duo, along with their dog, were experienced backpackers, and all three were victims of the bear, who authorities described as aggressive and was found and destroyed shortly after the attack. This is the time of year when bears are fattening up for winter, and it's also the time of year when northern climates get the best weather for backpacking. So I I don't know, man. I never know what to do, make of these stories. You know, I... I devour them, sorry, no pun intended, voraciously, like, when they come out, I always read them when they do come out, um, but as someone who backpacks more than I do, I kind of, what goes through your mind when you hear about an incident like this?
1: Well, Jesus, man, I mean, have you ever been, have you ever been, uh, killed and eaten by a bear, Colin?
0: I have not, uh, and you hear the survival stories, and it sounds like a, not a great way to go out, you know?
1: Um, I, uh, I, I don't, camp in those places i mean that's a thing like there's a there's actually a i don't know how big it is i I hopefully small there there is a movement within california to reintroduce grizzly bears to the sierra and and i will literally chain myself to any kind of thing that would keep that from happening i i don't i I, i've been to montana a lot like we we, we used to go there a lot to do some really epic like mountainous horseback riding um and i was in very much grizzly country um mm-hmm. and i've i have fished in places in montana where people have been eaten like on that spot or at least killed and uh i found that out like in retrospect and it was horrified that i was like being so idiotic fishing by myself in those places so i i um i respect that those things are there i don't think that we should like kill grizzly bears or whatever but i right. just i i um i guess i i would imagine that those people will probably tell you well they knew that they knew the risks i mean i i there was a there was a guy killed and eaten by a great white uh, over in Point Reyes, which is pretty close to me. Uh, I've been to the beach before where he was killed. Um, I've never surfed there, but I've thought about it. And I mean, if that happened to me, I was surfing all week. You know, like if that happened to me, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain. I'd be like, well, I I I guess I knew that could happen. But I I just think like you know, there's I, the articles I was reading were like talked about how experienced these people were. Yeah that's what scared be and they did everything, they did everything else. right. Yeah and you're just like well shit cuz I probably wouldn't. You know it's like I mean what what I I I don't know. I mean I I'm cavalier about bears cuz we only have black bears in California and although I believe I believe statistically I could be wrong. I, I do believe that statistically if you're attacked by either a grizzly or a black bear you're more likely to be killed and eaten by a black bear cuz they are so rarely attack people. They only right. do it if they're hunting you. Like they don't really like charge you and and, and and try to kill you if your' their cubs around they're just gonna bounce, yeah, but if if a black bear is coming after you it's intending on eating you, so like I do think that that i I believe I've read that before, but uh you know you don't you see a bear around California you're like, oh sick, you know like it's not yeah right
0: it's a cool wilderness but, experience
1: yeah, and i just I just can't fathom it dude like i i, I um I can't imagine putting myself in a place to where the, the idea of getting attacked killed and eaten by a grizzly is like totally feasible i just i just can't
0: is, is there a difference as a surfer in your mind? Because, I mean, there probably is not really a difference in terms of, like, the risk, right, of, like, of actually being attacked. the statistics are still very low. I would, I, I'm curious what the correlation is between bear attacks and shark attacks. But, I mean, you're so much more comfortable in the water. And a lot of it's, people say, so. oh, I'm not going to learn to surf. I'm afraid of sharks. And it's like, come on, you know, like, you're not... Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's kind of the same thing, ultimately, isn't it? Like, when these happens, we talk yes. about it because it is kind of a rare thing.
1: I I have to think there's been more shark attacks than bear attacks. I could be wrong. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know actually. It, I, it'd be really easy to find out. Um, but yeah, I mean it is similar. And the thing is, is the thing that's hard though about surfing is that like you can you can just not go where they did, and it's yeah. just plenty. Like I mean, there's definitely times where you know like in the winter time for example we get a lot of runoff which forms really good sandbars and so there's a couple spots i like to surf up in up in marin county that are purely based on oh good there's been a lot of sand uh so like when you're surfing it's like you can't see six inches into the water like mm. it's so murky murky with sand and that's like one of the worst times to do it because right. sharks are even more confused about what's out there you know and the, and, and um you know, theoretically, when if sharks know what you are, they're not going to try to hunt you and eat you. So it's when they can't see well that they're more likely to get killed. Yeah. And I'll still surf, you know. Yeah. Like I've, 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 I've been out before where the bloated body of a cow was floating nearby, <laughs> and just been like, oh, that's probably attracting some shit. But god, the sandbar <laughs> is insane. I'm not getting out. You know, So it's like, right? I don't know. I've done that too. So I guess, I, I, don't know. I mean, these I'm sure these people feel the same way. Like they're aware, you know. Like I've lived my entire life surfing in the Red Triangle of which is from, like, Marin down to, I guess... Uh, Marin down to, I guess, probably San Luis Obispo County, um, which is, like, the grizzly... Or the uh, <laughs> the uh, great white, like, capital of the of North America. And, you know, I don't, like, not surf. I still surf, so... Yeah, I the, don't know.
0: I'm curious about the phrasing they use in the article about it. it's an aggressive grizzly, too, because, like, what, what does that mean? You know, because, you know, the... There was a mountain lion attack uh, just east of Seattle when we were still living up there a few years back, and it was an emaciated, you know, uh, cat that, you know, it was, it was, it was a problem, right? And a mountain biker got killed. I think it got, I'm pretty sure it got killed. And they, you know, when they found it, like, oh, yeah, this thing was just going to go after anybody. Like, it was not doing the typical things. Usually, you, I mean, well, you and I have probably both walked or run or biked by mountain lions and had no idea they were there, right? Just and all the, you know, just the amount the, the odds are Guaranteed. unlikely. Yeah. And this thing was like, was aggressive. So I'm curious what that means. Like the aggressive, bear, was it, especially with the, it's a combination of the aggressive bear with experienced backpackers. Cause it's like, well, what it, what, was? Well, I'm curious of the encounter. I would almost want to know more because, cause yeah, ultimately I, we can't, we can't be afraid of these sort of encounters. Otherwise we won't ever go do the things that we like to go do. Right. Yeah. I mean, even most shark attacks by all accounts are like, they bite someone and they're like, oh, I don't want that, and they swim away, right? And it's like rarely is it like, fuck yeah, I'm I'm gonna eat this, you know? Like that doesn't yeah. really happen that often, and usually it's just like unfounded fears based off of movies and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, at the same time, if someone who was like a guide was like, hey, you should come up and go backpacking in Banff, I'd probably be like, that sounds spectacular. I, you wouldn't go? No, you're saying you're shaking your no. head, no?
1: No, I know I wouldn't. I, I I've had that experience. I've had that opportunity in Banff. Uh, I've had the opportunity in Montana, and I'll, I I tell you right now, what about I won't.
0: Alaska? Same thing?
1: Nope. Nope. La-
0: no kidding. Unless it was like
1: a place, unless it was somewhere where there's like there's really not any grizzly bears around here, but in a place where there's bears around, no, no yeah, I, I I wouldn't enjoy it. And I and I I can't. I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I can't explain to you how how that's possibly different uh, than surfing. I don't know. I mean, I I I've surfed places like in Hawaii that are like super notoriously like tiger shark. Uh, inhabited tiger sharks are way more aggressive than great whites. Um, I think it has, I don't know if it's something to, I feel like with the shark attack, it's more like you can't see it for the most part. It's just going to be like a boom, it's got you. And then like you either live or you die. Bear thing to me seems so much more terrifying because it's like, they're stalking you. You're, you're aware of it. Like, it's not like an instantaneous thing from below that you can't see. Like if I get eaten by a shark, I, I I can't imagine this gotta be fucking horrifying, but it's going to be over fast uh a grizzly bear attack holy crap like i don't know that that to me just scares the living shit out of me and there's other places i can go that are going to look similar enough condolences
0: to the families it's one of these this is definitely one of those things that we don't like to think about uh but yeah every you know few months year or so always seems to crop up and definitely makes you kind of evaluate your choices i guess when you're going outside our next topic is in the running world, where runner Sean Daniels—I had to actually Google pronunciation of that because that's S-I-O-N—because he's uh, Welsh—was no, yeah. seen at mm-hmm. the finish line of the Cardiff Half Marathon, which also got my as a Cardiff here in San Diego. So I'm like, "Oh, was this locally? No, it's Cardiff over <laughs> in Wales. <laughs> no, the, no which, the, the
1: real Cardiff. <laughs>
0: the real Cardiff, which is the largest participation event in Wales and raises three million pounds for charity every October. He was seen celebrating a time of the half marathon of 107 and 40 seconds, which would have gotten him 21st place. But organizers said he removed his chip and submitted a false GPS recorded file of the 2022 edition of the race. So the course matched the 2022 race, not the current one. Daniels was seen at the halfway point, very far behind the leaders, and concerns were raised when he was celebrating at the finish, given where he was seen at the halfway point he would have had to run a world record pace for the final seven miles to get the time he claimed, <laughs> which apparently he was not capable of when looking at his previous race times. I, this just was confounding to me. Because what, what possible low point do you need to be in your life to think about lying about your half marathon time?
1: I, I don't in any way have a justification for what I'm about to say, but I love it. I, uh, I, I'm fascinated by this kind of thing, and I, 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 I love reading stories about like where someone, someone, just showed up halfway through the race in the front, and everyone's like, "Well, you obviously like didn't run until the end or whatever." Like this happens a lot. I feel like in these sort of regional races,
0: especially in 2023, where there's video cameras everywhere and people <laughs> I, filming. I just, you
1: know, I love it. I can't explain it. There's a what uh, an amazing book, called, and I don't know what it's called, but the 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 paraphrasing of the title is like great adventure hoaxes and there's Uh there's like maybe eight or so stories of um people like rosie ruiz
0: in there the boston marathon and stuff like that or
1: i uh uh, no this is more like actually like 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 exploration type things you know where someone like big time like they said they went to a place and they didn't like i'm just fascinated by the people that are like that are able like do they think they want like does he think he won well, like are he, these people finished, insane? He's claiming
0: to be 21st. It wasn't even like I won the oh. race.
1: Okay, I didn't I glossed over that part. Amazing. It doesn't matter. That's the thing is it's like it does either way. Does it he really doesn't think matter. He ran That's the true. whole race. Like I I don't know. Something about I love the moxie. I love I don't know. I hate cheating in sports, generally speaking. Like, I think all steroid users should be kicked out of the Hall of Fame, and I think the Astros should vacate their 2017 World Series title and all these sorts of things. But when it comes to some Welsh dude who's just like, I'm going to cheat in this marathon. I don't know. I just, I love the moxie. I can't explain it. I think I, it's cool. I
0: would love to wrap this guy in, like, Wonder Woman's Lasso of Truth and just be like, come on, man, tell tell me yeah, what's, what's up. up. Like, what is what is going on with you? Because I haven't and been if, a bet.
1: Had to have been a bet. Like he bet That's somebody right. he could finish. The backstory
0: is going to be, it could be sad, but it's going to be great. No matter what it is, right? It was just like, hey man, I just you know I was at a low point. I just wanted to go for it and see if I could get away with it. Or yeah, my buddy said I couldn't do this. Whatever. There's got. this like this is a movie. This is not. This is not like something that actually happens in real life. You know what I mean? Like, this there, is amazing.
1: There was a kind of a big story, and I don't remember. I think it was like in the New York Times, but I don't remember what like series of events it was where somebody had been. Clearly fabricate. Well, it took a long time before anybody figured it out. But some guy had been. I think it was a guy. It could have been a woman. No, you know what? I think he was winning. I think it was. It was a guy. I think he was like a dentist or something. It's coming back to me. And I think he was like winning all these races. And people finally started to put two and two together that they never saw him in the places where he should have been. And there was like this big like deep dive into his like numbering system, and it got really complicated. Where he was doing, he was like leaving watches in different places or something. So it was like it, it, there'd be like little blips on his like location device. They're like, well, where? Oh, there he is. And, and it was like. Like, that's how he was sort of manipulating getting to certain places in the race, it, but it was like a big controversy. You know? And I was yeah. like, "That's so interesting. That's way more interesting to me than if than like someone who wins every race that's ever been run and they're the best runner in the world. Who gives a shit? But this guy who like spent all like spent all this time figuring out." how to how to cheat and like win at it that's that to me i i'd listen to a podcast about that like that's awesome me too
0: no I, I i almost like i want to think that there's some like vast conspiracy of people who are just trying to get away with this especially in like modern age where we do have so much technology capturing all, all of our movements like rosie ruiz one reason why she got i think caught i believe there was footage for getting on the t the, su- the subway system in boston
1: i remember that in the middle I of the race that.
0: <laughs> and that was like in the was that like the seventies or eighties or something? I mean it was like it was it was before God. there was cameras everywhere, right? I so love imagine that. trying I to get away that. with this today. So I love the idea of like these guys were like, All right man, I'm gonna go
1: for it in Cardiff this year. <laughs> you know, like, it's because to do. Like it's it's totally. fucking funny. It's yes. absolutely like if if I was running around. <laughs> I entered like a marathon Which there's no way There's no way in hell I could even finish a half marathon I love that I Could like enter a marathon And be like i get a cheat And I'm like Three <laughs> miles in Or whatever And I'm like Alright And I'm just like Sprinting out And like kind of Pulling over for a rest Or whatever Yeah you know, and, like, Maybe, maybe my, try like The I little
0: Like local Where you have like A hundred runners Or something Cause like the, the giant Like biggest event In Wales Like you're, I feel like even if, Even with more participants You're more likely To get caught There's just more Attention on it Yeah, and he probably. I bet. Like, I hope we get more on a follow up story of this because you've got to think that he like maybe he thought out like, well, I'll finish like twenty first. Like,
1: no, no one will notice (laughs) if I'm in the twenties. If I win, (laughs) they'll know. (laughs) But that's that's part of it too. I mean, if someone's losing money from it, that's bad. Like, if you're like taking someone's like prize check away, I don't like that. But just generally speaking. I find it really funny. And, oh, and I think um, much
0: like the Bedrock thing, I think this is going to generate such good PR probably for the event, right? I mean, Because people are going to be yeah. sympathetic to the event and be like, you know, fuck this guy who's trying to cheat at the charity event. You know what I mean? Like, I think if anything, the, the event's going to benefit from it over time, I would think. Um, I didn't know about the Cardiff <laughs> marath- Half Marathon
1: <laughs> before this happened. I'm also generally not a competitive person, so I don't really yeah. care. Like, I Well, in some ways, I mean, I want the Dodgers to win at all costs. So I guess in some ways I'm kind of competitive, but not like not like directly so, not directly so. Like if you and I are gonna like like I do not care, for example, who rides faster on a bike, and I never yeah, no would. like it doesn't like that kind of shit doesn't matter. Like I've entered one bike race, at no point was I like I gotta pass this person next to me. Like it didn't right. even enter my head. Like I don't. Uh, so it's different. I don't care who wins or loses. Yeah, we need a grand
0: fondo for every event because even when I was doing, I I never entered a race thinking I'm gonna win this, but I also was like. It would get in my head then if I was feeling bad during the race. Like, fuck, it's is a race, and I suck, and I'm not going to... Versus like, hey, it's a great... Who cares? Where's are just here... It takes-, it takes you 10 hours to run 13 miles, and who cares? You know, I-, I think that's a healthier way to approach these things, for sure. All right, man. Well, we can wrap it up there. Uh, But first, before we do, some tough love for our listeners. The Rock Fight is a slave to the god of algorithms. So when we ask you to subscribe and rate the show, we try to be nice about it. But even if you were modestly entertained today, and I don't know how you can only be modestly entertained by this show, please subscribe and rate the show five stars. I mean, ask yourself, what would Tacoma Phil do? I assume that he's followed and given us five stars. He's our biggest fan, right? Can we find out? Phil, right in. Have you subscribed to the podcast? If anyone has subscribed, it's Phil. I believe in you, Phil. Before we sign off, though, you know, got anything to plug? You got know, your AJ newsletter. AJ's got a new podcast. We can hear you in other places now.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, the first one comes out next week. Well, although I don't know when this is dropping, but today's Saturday, October seventh. I can't remember when the first AJ one is released, but it will be next week. Nice. So by the time you hear this, it will be out there and available. The
0: Adventure Journal um, Podcast. Yeah, check it out.
1: The Adventure Journal Podcast. Different, different vibe than than the Rock Fight Podcast. So if you if you want a little bit more of like a more le- le- less swearing and less me making fun of people uh.
0: <laughs> no i got a sneak preview of it it's it is quite good so please everybody make sure you subscribe and listen to also to aj's podcast It's awesome and uh and then you get more housemen in your life who doesn't need more houseman in your life but we'll be back uh soon with more outdoor ideas at aim for your head the rock fights production rock fight llc for justin houseman i'm colin truth thanks for listening here, as always, to take us out is Krista Megs from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight Fight Song. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock fight.